This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Angrez apna lagan aur news laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. We are back with another episode of Hafta. And uh, before I introduce the panel, just wanted to remind you to tell your friends, relatives that you started this gift subscription system. There are many students who can't afford subscriptions of news and I can understand that when you're, you know, just about making ends meet as a student or even others who are unemployed. So those of you who are adequately compensated in your jobs or because of inherited wealth, uh, do consider gifting a subscription to others. So you can mail us at contact at newslaundry.com in the subject line, write gift subscription. I repeat, contact at newslaundry.com and we have this gift subscription running. So far, we are averaging about 20 to 25,000 rupees that many of you are actually contributing for gift subscriptions, which we can, you know, give to students. And if you're a student listening to this, and if you listen to the free Chota Hafta version, don't worry about being a Mufat Khor. Being a student is all about being a Mufat Khor, and that is what students must do. But you can write in, or you can just fill in the form. If you go to our social media, there's a link where they say the gift subscription. Fill in your details, your name, whichever college, school, institute you're in, and uh, you shall be entitled to a gift subscription from those who are contributing. On that note, Manisha, let's have the headlines first and then we shall get to the panel. China has called for India's withdrawal from Galwan Valley. Early this week, China and India agreed to stepwise de-escalation in eastern Ladakh, including the Pangong Lake. And a day after this news, today morning, in fact, there are reports in newspapers that China has opened a new front at Depsang and they are building structures at the Galwan clash site. Um, satellite images have shown that Chinese have built a defensive position at the Galwan Valley. Uh, where this June 15 clashes had occurred and they've moved in uh, in other areas with heavy vehicles, specialist military equipment and troops. In fact, we'll be discussing a lot of this in detail with our guest, who you should be very thrilled to know, ha- knows a lot about this. So yeah, that would be a... In another alarming news, China has stamped total control over a village in Nepal and the government is completely silent there. So really, I mean, there's big South Asian design. This it has been reported in the Tribune or in other news organizations? In the Tribune and Economic Times and some others. Okay. Uh, Maharashtra pauses three Chinese projects day after the Ladakh clash. Yeah, the whole This is the whole boycott Chinese China is, thing yeah. is uh, taking up. Um, meanwhile, in COVID news, every house in Delhi will be screened by July 6th in new COVID response plan. Supreme Court early this week allowed the Puri Riyatra with uh, no public attendance, but there were images of quite yeah, a lot of public attendance with no mask, no social distancing. So I that mean, it's also possible toss. that all those people were employees of the Jagannath Temple. I mean, and it wasn't technically speaking crowd, but yeah. they were all employees, but they were enough to cause a mini, you know, hotspot. And, and one of the priests was tested positive. Samita, I read that. Yeah. So oh. There's a, a Dokovic of, of India. You know what happened there, right? He yeah. held that tournament and also he has issued this apology. <laughs> and some Croatian basketball star is also tested positive. Now he can't go back to US. Basically, the Dokovic has just... Anyway, huh, then? India and Pakistan to expel embassy staff for spying. Mm. Indian pilgrims will not travel to Saudi Arabia for Hajj in 2020, says uh, Nakhvi, but... Hajj was anyway not happening. Uh, usual bigotry, <laughs> you know, playing for the domestic audience because Saudi had already said they won't allow anybody from outside this year. Yeah, In so fact, there was really a report stupid. this morning on the BBC, not this morning, yesterday morning, that Saudis, even within Saudi Arabia, only very select people are allowing to yeah, do Yeah, very hajj. restricted, so, yeah. No foreigners are allowed, but... I guess the BJP had to say we are not allowing them to go. Yeah. So, hmm. In other news, Ramdev has discovered 100% cure of coronavirus with Coronil. This was really fascinating news. He went to town saying that he's discovered yeah, cure. He did a press conference. Uh, all the news channels lapped it up. It was literal virtual advertising on TV news channels for two, uh, you know, two straight hours. Turns out the Ayush ministry said that you clinical trial. You never came to us. So please stop advertising. And also the Uttarakhand Ayurvedic board has said that he only asked us permission for selling this as an immunity 
booster and not as a coronavirus cure so clearly he's really like uh, done a lot of and of course read our really detailed report by basant kumar on More our website one, right Yeah, one is a media critique by Meghna, but Basant's report really goes into how, what a sham these clinical trials were that he conducted because apparently Ramdev was giving these medicines to people who were suspected of coronavirus, so they were just suspected. So there was not positive no. tests, and he cured some asymptomatic people. So, so asymptomatic people anyway get cured on their own. What happened is they said uh, in Meerut, two private hospitals, seventy doctors and medic other medical staff were cured of coronavirus. So Basant, when we spoke to the CMO of Meerut. He said that was not the case. These people were never tested. They were never found positive. So because they had come in contact with the COVID patients, But they were no put in quarantine. And no, no ministry has said we'll take action against, against Ram Dev. Are you kidding? Okay, fine. So much <laughs> for that then. Okay, then Jamia student Safura Zargar got bail in the Delhi riots yeah. case on the understanding that she will not interfere in the. in the investigation i will not try to influence she it because it on hum- humanitarian grounds yeah. but on this understanding because she can use her tremendous influence oh, to influence yes. <laughs> so yeah and uh, well at 1 o'clock we are recording this just before 1 whether the icsc and cbse will be held the decision is going to come this afternoon so in case it comes while we are recording this we shall update you but this is a really interesting time for many students in fact i was talking to one of my interns uh, on the phone yesterday just giving her some work So I said, "Have you graduated? Are you still studying? Because now all our interns are working from home." She says, "We are the Corona batch." <laughs> I said, "What does that mean?" She said, "We're not sure right now what our status." <laughs> I said, "Okay." And then um, Kanpur, a shelter home, becomes a hotspot. Fifty-seven girls test positive. In fact, this was more than just Corona, right, Manisha? This had some other angle also of exploitation mm, of the yeah, young girls. Yeah, yeah. Trump has blocked the H one B and other visas. And in a first, diesel is costlier than petrol in Delhi after eighteen hikes in a row. My God, eighteen days constantly, so much. All all those people are pulling out those tweets of Subramanian Swami when Modi Akshay Kumar comes. also making Akshay all these Kumar, jokes. Chetan Bhagat. Which is deleting now. Now the <laughs> funniest and most hypocritical thing about this is when they so when the Modi government came, they said we'll leave petrol and uh, diesel prices as they are, like market prices. We won't control them like they used hmm. to before. So we'll let them be. But they are only interested in letting them be when they are rising. Yeah. When they are going down, down then, then they, they stop it. Exactly. And now they're increasing it. But before I introduce the panel, I want to start off with an email and just want to get a few quick comments, and then we shall introduce our guest. This is from Yogeshwar. He says, "Hi again. Hope you guys are safe from COVID. Been a subscriber for a long time. Therefore, I write to you in good faith. In the absence of the News Laundry app, I don't consume news articles from News Laundry. So please forgive my ignorance of reporting done. I consume podcasts avidly and religiously." I'm taking the liberty of comparing you guys with Indian Express podcasts. I understand they are much bigger, but when they report about India-China conflict, they had as much information as you had. But I'm sorry to say that NL discussions sounded like half-baked with personal bias while commenting on the issue. Indian Express had done a much better job. This brings me to a question: Are you a news organization that gives news and facts? Are you a news watchdog that will mostly discuss mainstream media or you know make fun of that because you have good shows? Because you have shows like Newsons to make mockery of Arna Benelk, I avoid that. But when the same thing happens in Hafta and other podcasts, I get the urge to mail you since you say when the subscriber pays, the subscriber is served. I'm sorry to say, but I'm not getting what I thought NL will give. It's become a full-blown media critique in its shows. Hafta used to be a discussion on current topics with everyone's unique perspective. I'm missing that, especially Madhu. This is actually I've got from not just you, Yogeshwar, many people. I mean, not that they don't read our reports. Most of our subscribers actually read our reports because that's where our reporting happens. This podcast is an opinion podcast. It's a gab fest, and many uh, other subscribers have also said that we don't get the full week's news on this. 
and that's actually when we started doing headlines because earlier way we never used to do headlines if you remember manisha we just used to go into a discussion but then people started tuning into hafta saying yaar hafte mein ek podcast sunta hu kam se kam headlines de diya karo so that's when we actually we started doing headlines for that we never used to do headlines but this hafta is not planet money hafta is not three things this podcast started off as an exercise in transparency so you can see where the leadership team comes from what our biases are and that's for me the fun of it we have daily dose which is just a vanilla news podcast with you know the main 6 7 stories of the day and we're going to be starting we're going to be making let's talk about but that is not three things you know kind of tells you about it daily dose will go deep into something and we are actually starting a few more current affairs kind of podcasts but yeah hafta is not that and as far as media critique goes that is our usp and i have articulated this on several panels the biggest reason the media in india went down shit creek was cuz no one was critiquing media if we are saying uh, media is the fourth estate of democracy it has to be held accountable like any other institution of democracy and somebody has to so who's going to help hold the media accountable media itself yeah i think it's uh, strange but i mean a lot of journalists have that but some news consumers also have this that don't bitch about others so i mean it's not bitching it's critiquing you you critique politicians you critique judges you critique doctors you you know you critique a lot of people and so you critique media too and yeah you could have a problem with the style sometimes i i agree we are a bit irreverent or we are a bit satirical or a little over too in top. your face yeah. or over the top so that's that's fine i mean that i understand different people have different tastes but the aspect of critiquing the media reporting on the media is it's a very normal function and most uh you know newspapers in the west do it like nyt does it guardian does it atlantic does it and we are media watchdog i mean yeah i mean news us, laundry the name is news laundry yeah, yeah, we I are mean, media I mean, watchdog it, among other things uh-huh. i mean i yeah don't use the word watchdog personally myself for other reasons but uh-huh. yeah i th- we do media critique uh-huh. we will do that and specifically hafta and nuisance are our primary flagship media critique shows so and maybe tippani. we should and tippani correct So now let's get to introducing our panel. We have our managing editor Raman Kripal. Hi. Our wonderful Mehraj Loan who Hello. handles our desk and heads the editorial there. And Manisha Pandey our award-winning journalist Hello. and Live won it in 2016. I think you just stop saying it now. Okay, our <laughs> superstar anchor <laughs> who has the most fans in news laundry. I should win another award. Who's about to complete 100 100 episodes. Yeah, yeah. after that she wants a break and she yes. actually is thinking she's getting it. Have you noticed? <laughs> उत्तराखंड <laughs> <laughs> you know they've come up to finger four now was finger four ever with us so it was not with us people are denying ki bhai kuch gaya hi nahi hai just give us an idea of the lay of the land what is the latest as of today from what you are getting from your sources okay let me let me start by uh, sort of just briefly chronologically telling you what has happened up to this point uh it all began in uh, the the sort of third week of april when reports started coming in from across the border from our satellites from our intelligence agencies that there was a large amount of chinese movement troop movement uh, across the line of control in eastern ladakh uh, which is uh, which corresponds to china's xinjiang region and tibet region the border between the two 
everybody thought that this was just uh, people shaking out of their winter mode. Uh, you know, in winter, both sides tend to uh, lock down uh, daily functioning and, and sort of doss down for combating the extreme cold conditions. And then come spring, everybody comes out and goes does their patrolling and goes up to their line of actual control and so on, uh, and uh, basically returns to business as usual. So people thought the Chinese were just returning to business as usual. However, the, on the Indian side, it was not business as usual because the formations that come up to the line of actual control on our side did not come up this year because of the COVID-19 uh, sort of lockdown. So there was nobody on the Indian side. The Chinese were all up and about and lo and behold, they turned and they marched into three different sectors of India and occupied a, a, a chunk of Indian territory. All told, it comes to, in my calculation, about 60 square kilometers. Uh, and uh, they they just sat down and started building defenses. Uh, now, when uh, I heard about this through my sources, I reported it. Uh, but there was there when, was when was this from when, the Indian when, side. When did you report this? Uh, I reported this towards the end of uh, April, beginning of March, round about. Uh, I I don't remember the exact date, but let's say it was very early March. Uh, I beg your pardon, very early May. End okay. April, early May. Okay. Uh, and uh, there was sort of uh, nothing but uh, off-the-record denials from the Indian uh, Army side, from the government side. The Ministry of Defense had nothing to say on it. So I kept reporting and I kept reporting. And then there were actual active denials. There were reports that were fed to friendly correspondents that no such thing is happening and the situation is perfectly under control and this is just business as usual on the line of actual control and then uh, this went on until the day that uh, 20 Indian soldiers were killed actually and then there could be no hiding it any further. So um, before I come to the current situation, what in your view was the reason for the government denying it? Is it A they don't have an idea of how to handle policy or aggression on our borders. I mean, this is a government that is more interested and more adept at winning elections internally, a bit like, I guess, you know, Trump, who's not exactly a whiz at handling international relations, but can win elections locally. Or is it that because we don't have the strength right now to take it on, it's best to pretend it doesn't happen? What of the two is it? Or is it genuinely not understanding what's happening there? Colonel Shukla, uh, what I wanted to understand is, I mean, obviously, this is a challenge to Indian sovereignty, integrity. But beyond that, in practical terms, what does this mean for the balance of power between the two countries, for example? What does it mean militarily? What does it mean strategically for India now that China has come in and they're saying we won't go back? This is ours. Well, uh, one thing it does mean is that China has shown India that it can walk into Indian territory occupy Indian territory and not have to leave, at least not so far. I don't know what happens in the days ahead, but not have to leave and India will just have to deal with it. That's one very big uh, sort of uh, slap across the face to India. But the second issue that is a military prospect in the days ahead is that now we will not be able to do what we have done all these days on the line of actual control with China, which is to remain in areas that are sort of far from the border, uh, at least some way from the border, and just 
exercise our control by sending out patrols that go up to these patrolling points along the line of actual control. Now we might have to actually physically occupy the line that we uh, believe is completely crucial for our security. We will have to position troops there permanently, 365 days a year, the way we do on the line of control with Pakistan. So from one active border and one semi-active border, we will now have to deal with two fully active borders. Mm -hmm. uh, and finally, we will have to uh, sort of put in place contingency plans for what we will have to do in case China disturbs the status quo even further. What that disturbance could take, what form it could take is something that still is being uh, discussed in the planning circles, but it's, it's a real possibility. China has shown that they don't respect the status quo. They have essentially torn up five agreements with India that have maintained peace on the line of actual control from 1993 till today, and just tossed them into the dustbin, and that's India will just have to lump it. And given that India has actually like done that, they have just like sort of said that nothing has happened, Prime Minister himself. So is there a risk that China may pull the same stunt elsewhere on the LAC, say in Arunachal or elsewhere? Uh, yes, uh, there is absolutely every prospect that China might do something to activate the Arunachal border as yet. Uh, there are early indications that it might already be happening. Uh, but I would just correct you on one score. It is not true that the government is just ignoring what is happening. It is true that the government is not acknowledging what is happening. Yes. But there is a major buildup that is taking place from the Indian side as well. India is moving troops to the border. India is taking sort of uh, steps to ensure that if the situation worsens, it's not caught completely by surprise again. So there is a sort of uh, a movement taking place on the ground, but no acknowledgement or very little acknowledgement of that in policy circles. Mm. Colonel Shukla, there were conflicting versions, you know, of what happened on the D-Day when the fight happened between the two. So do you have any any information through your sources what exactly happened on that day? Yeah. And, and second, today there is a report from the US sources that the China's attack was premeditated. I wanted to add to that actually, uh, Raman sir, because I read a lot of reports. I mean, I read Shivaroor, I read Manupabhi, Praveen Swami, then Barkhadat's reports also that basically elaborated on what happened uh, when 20 of our soldiers died. Some of them indicated that we crossed the LAC to Chinese side and attacked their tents. Some of them said that we, you know, we were chased by the Chinese death squads, quote unquote, away from the LAC. And then there were also conflicting figures on Chinese, uh, the deaths on the Chinese side. I think Barkha put it at 12, Shivaroor and Manupabhi put it around 17, 18. And then there was also news that 40 stretchers were seen on the Chinese side. I mean, it's not certain whether it was injured or not. These were injured men or dead, but there were 40 stretchers. And of course, the news of the commander, the Chinese commander also being killed. So where are you on all this? Right. I mean, wh wh what, have, what do you know? <laughs> Uh, I know one thing for sure, that the Indian troops did not cross over to the Chinese side of the line of actual control. Uh, the Indian troops fought that action entirely on their own side because the Chinese have not withdrawn at any stage beyond PP14, patrolling point 14, which is a point about one kilometer to one and a half kilometers on the Indian side of the line of actual control and is the point up to where Indian patrols used to go to exercise sovereignty over that area. This action, everybody acknowledges, took place in the region of 
patrolling point 14, which means automatically that they were one kilometer to 1.5 kilometers on the Indian side of the line of actual control. Uh, why do we want to make out or why are some sources feeding that India actually went over to the Chinese side and killed a large number of Chinese soldiers and caused casualties? Uh, this is all part of that masculine, muscular narrative that Indian soldiers can never be sort of second in a conflict and that if one soldier dies, he will take two of the enemy along with him. This is part of that narrative, except for one really sad point. Okay, this email is from Gaurav Lele. Uh, it's a very long mail, but Gaurav was the one who had written that earlier mail, which then there was to and fro on, where some people thought that my response was not adequate. It did not address the issue. So Gaurav says, I hope to keep engaging NL in good faith. I must start with you congratulating you guys on the latest hafta from a guest to some of Anand and Maharaj's interesting insights. The episode was a spectacular one. I'd also like to thank Vijay Krishnan for his well-articulated and well-meaning intervention. I have three not-so-brief points. I don't keep them brief as I want to avoid misunderstanding. <laughs> so please focus on the bold italic if you're short of time. If you guys want, I can expand some of my points uh, below later for more coherence. So he's put columns that what he would do the 2014 assessment of certain news outfits hmm. and what the 2020 assessment would be. News laundry, 2014, center left with some overlap with right. 2020, left with sparse overlap with right. Okay. Wire, left again. 2014, left with no overlap with right. 2020, far left. <laughs> Swaraj, 2014, right with some overlap with center. 2020, far right. Open India, 2014, Right propaganda rooted in fact. 2020, right propaganda rooted in fake news. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> India Today, 2014, left-leaning. 2020, swing from left to right, <laughs> monkey balancing. I, I mean, I, I think it's fairly accurate, your assessment. But I'll just say one reason why one could be perceived as being more left after 2014. And I've said this often. And, uh, you know, when I was on Great Bong's podcast, this is your job only to attack the central government. No, it's not. But if you're Delhi-based... Your primary adversary is the central government. During the UPA time, we were most of the time between 2012 and 2014. You can go to clothesline and see. Our crosshairs had Sonia, Manmohan, Sibyl, Chidambaram. These are the people we were going at. NDTV also we used to really we like. We used to really make fun of NDTV. In fact, that's Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Snow White as Sonia Gandhi and the Seven Dwarfs as many employees of NDTV. We used to do stuff like that. We did that whole animation. So that is why. But now that the central government is a hugely right-wing government. We will be seen as more left. You saw the Supreme Court order. A, there's some confusion if someone can clarify it. Earlier, the Supreme Court said the Rathras to be stopped and it shall be... Stayed. Stayed. And the state government should set up a panel to decide whether it goes ahead or not. Then, even that was not good enough for appeasing, I guess, the, the predominant opinion. Then they said, no, we will only decide, do it, but with restrictions. Because the government lawyer, Tushar Mehta, said that this only happens once in 12 years. If you don't allow it now, so we'll have to wait another 12 years. No, it happens every year, the Yathra. I think there is some 12-year thing. Okay, maybe this, this time there's some... Time, but exactly. It happens every year. Yeah, I've shot the Yathra. Yeah. I've, I've, I've shot it for a TV show. My, but that is the argument he made. I'm not exactly sure how good the okay. rituals and everything is, but he said maybe something there was a special, to this effect. Maybe, yeah. maybe when it coincides with a... Whatever, Surya Haran or something, Suraj, whatever, what, what's it called? Grehan. So the maybe, eclipse. Maybe yeah. there yeah. is some special constellation that are coming together. But yeah, okay. So that was what happened. A, do you think it's fair? I mean, just because we are irreligious, is that fair? B, it got very little coverage, right? Hmm. It got very little coverage. And even 
some coverage which came out in some papers i got a mail from the odisha that they are misleading reports uh, you know the way the supreme court and all this had been reported and supreme court uh, you know turned on its own decision that it should not happen then they said yeah it should happen yeah. so i think the yes the media has not reported too much or scrutinized what happened that no. is because i mean they went hammer and tongs at jamaat right uh, tablighi jamaat and this doesn't reconcile with that but that apart i mean supreme court had absolutely no business deciding on this mm. i've been saying this again and again this is a decision for a public health expert mm. i mean it's another matter that the greatest public health expert right now seems to be amit shah but mm. that is the decision it, it's supreme court has no jurisdiction here i mean wh- why how do they decide on this they, yeah. how how can they decide we, on this ha but when, i when think the state government should have the right to decide i mean they have to see the capacity they have to see what the pandemic. public health experts public health ha. they have to see whether at the, the pandemic yeah. reason to stop it or allow yes. it right so why is the supreme court getting into we this we did not allow eid Uh, you know, in full swing. So, so mm. which was which was sensible decision. Sensible it shouldn't have been allowed. Yes. Whether this should have been allowed because everything else has been open. Yeah. So, is it good to allow this or not allow this? That should be a decision for a public health expert. And mm. I'm wondering if a Muharram procession had to, you know, be taken out around this time. I'm sure there would be clamor against. Like, do you really need to take out the procession? Why can you not observe this at home? And is this the time? Is pandemic more important or is religious? You know, the Ganesh Puja is coming. Which is, I mean, so Ganesh big. Chaturthi, Chaturthi yeah. is, is so so big in uh, Mumbai. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that the coverage is to do with basically appealing to the largest audience, and this brings me to it's all about eyeballs. कितने लोगों ने हमें देखा और अगर हम वो बोलेंगे जो लोग सुनना चाहते हैं तो ज़्यादा एडवरटाइज़र्स आएंगे और ज़्यादा एडवरटाइज़र्स आएंगे तो फिर ज़्यादा रेवेन्यू होगा. Which is why I have never said that the subscription model is flawless. But with all the models we have right now, it is. the one that is least compromised just like democracy may not be the best system in the world for governance but with the options we have in living memory it is the best among all that we have i can bet that media is going to lap lap up you know coverage of ganesh chaturthi uh this so is that is going to ha huh, that is I going to that is going to lot be, more appeal than uh, you know rath yatra so you will see the difference it will be the biggest challenge for maybe uh, you're right yeah cuz uh, maybe orissa yatra tha there's not much yes. of an intrigue among people as yes. there would be with yes. ganesh no the ganesh chaturthi purely because Huge. in bombay right it's yeah, in the, it's, it's in, in bombay, such an important yeah. city mm. bhuvneshwar is not uh, sorry puri is not that important in the sense of mm. the economic powerhouse but i think it would be a very difficult call for the thakre because on many medicines that are in the market which were made for other treatments whether it was for malaria or this that but they are known to kill viruses so i would like to know that distinction baba ji's medicine doesn't even have that clearance is that right so apparently what the uttarakhand government is saying that they had yeah. the patanjali had uh, gone to them asking for permission for some cough syrup or something hmm. immunity immunity, immunity boosters immunity and cough syrup so, so they so they gave the permission but it's not exactly clear if they asked permission for this specific coronal what they are hmm. calling if they asked for it no, or no, it no. was for minister something else has, minister has said it I very said. clearly it was for coronal it, no it it wasn't named coronal Exactly. So and it's not, had, and they had not mentioned Corona. Ah, huh, yeah. So the problem is now they're using the same permissions they had gotten for immunity boosters for this. Ah. Yeah. And <laughs> and they and they're touting it as a Corona drug and the media critic yeah, around media, this is what. Well, everyone lapped it up, but I think what's interesting to note is that Patanjali was the biggest advertiser, biggest FMCG advertiser on news channels or or channels. I'm not sure news channels, but TV channels till 2016-17. By 19, they completely stopped. and they're i think around in the 40th 
they're As probably the 40th biggest so and uh, add to that they've also had issues with their growth in rural growth has slowed uh, people are not really buying it picking it up as much as they used to and urban growth has really slowed down so what's interesting is that while they've stopped formal advertising their informal advertising seems to be everywhere because ramdev this is not the first time ramdev has been on television channels propagating patanjali products since corona broke with his tulsi with his giloi he's you know also doing yoga sessions he's really i mean i'm amazed at the kind of space he's gotten on news programs so i would really like to know the arrangement how is that he's he's getting so much play in all these channels while the advertisements drop and i think one more thing that which is very disturbing to see it's not disturbing but it's almost become a formula now that if you question modi you're questioning the nation or you're somehow against the nation now if you're questioning ramdev you're questioning ayurveda yes now coming to uh, the rollback of delhi's lieutenant governor had said that sabko hame quarantine karna hoga then the delhi state government said aap kahan se layenge itne beds kahan se layenge aap ambulance kahan se layenge now he said there has to be a five day compulsory quarantine that also has been withdrawn yeah now the, now my point is when such an order is given if people like mehraj said with any sense of planning production medical expertise are taking that call they would be able to say this is wrong at the first stage it won't have to go to second like for example if today i said everyone should come to office every day and it doesn't matter whether there is you know covid or not i'm assuming one of you will say actually i don't know whether you are aware but most public transport is not working और लेट्स से ज्योरिंग द फुल लॉकडाउन समझ से ना पता नहीं आपको शायद पता नहीं ऑटो रिक्शा काम नहीं कर रहे हमारे ऑफिस में पांच लोग हैं जिनके पास अपनी गाड़ी है बाकी कैसे आएंगे कोई तो बोलता होगा ना yeah. तो जब बैजल ये बोलता है उसके ऑफिस में कोई नहीं बोलता बॉस हमारे पास बिस्तरे नहीं है इट इज सच अक it doesn't work as arithmetic forget my opinion the math will not work no one says that to him apparently no, not nobody it is psychophancy at this the is the best. problem this is the biggest tragedy i mean all these decisions these orders are not even coming from the health ministry they're coming from the home ministry which makes absolutely zero sense you see after supreme court uh, you know spoke about delhi we would have liked you know seeing a health minister going to to the hospital and all instead we see uh, amitsha the home minister going to the and then amisha is giving one order he is not giving order he say something which lieutenant governor is too eager to implement it do give us a high rating uh, wherever you listen to this podcast because if you give us a high star rating or a favorable review it makes it more likely for other people to find us and when other people find us the amount of subscribers is likely to increase and that helps helps us in a big way do support us in our projects check out our subscription page and spread the word yeah thank you have a good weekend and a good week until our next hafta bye bye thank you panel bye bye all of you listening in the chota hafta do subscribe so you can listen to the entire hafta we will see you again next week with the hafta till then subscribe pay to keep news free because when the public pays the public is served and advertisers pay advertisers served thank you Goodbye. All the news laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.